Swing and a drive! Welcome to Red, White, and Blue Jays, the podcast home of Blue Jays Fans UK, a group connecting Blue Jays fans around the UK and beyond and telling their stories. And now, here's the host of Red, White, and Blue Jays, Steve Hunter. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. Welcome to Red, White, and Blue Jays. And I have got somebody I've wanted to get on the pod for a long time because Lee Hatfield is the original goat. He is the starter of all things in Blue Jays UK world. And I wanted to pin him down because I, I want to dig into that little story. But Lee, very warm welcome to you. How are you doing, sir? Hi, Steve. Thanks very much. I've never been called a goat before. I've been called many things, but never a goat. But or yeah, you... I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah, or if you have, it's probably been in a slightly different context. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> so, Lee, just um, I know in the Facebook world, you are legendary because uh, you you were one of uh, a couple of guys who started up the Blue Jays UK group uh, some years ago. But for people who, who aren't in Facebook and, and that stuff, but on Twitter, just give us a little bit of your story, where you are, what you're doing in life, that sort of stuff. That would be really good to just hear a little bit of that. Okay, so the reason why I'm in Canada is because I married a Canadian. So that's basically why I'm over here. Uh, so when was that? How long ago? That was, I moved over here 2013. Okay. So I really, I really started looking into, well, watching baseball back in 2000. My mum passed away at the end of the nine, uh, 1998. So the inheritance, I always wanted to go to America. Right. So I ended up going to New York, Mississippi, and uh, Los Angeles. And the people that I stayed with in Los Angeles uh, took me to an Angels game. And that was my very first, uh, like, input of baseball. Yeah. And then basically... Uh, and who, can you remember who played that day? I actually did some research. It's, it was actually <laughs> the Baltimores. Bolt, oh. Baltimore, yeah. And we actually okay. won 3-0. Uh, we, we won, what, as in the Angels? Well, yeah, it was them <laughs> at the time. Okay. So, like, the, we, the proverbial yeah, the, we, because I was obviously following the people that were following the home team so yeah that's how it went but yeah it was it was an experience and especially going to somewhere like uh la angels that have got the waterfall in the background and stuff like that's that right. and i always remember one point where this woman was sat behind me and she tapped me on the shoulder and she went do you know what that guy's doing down there and i went excuse me do i really sound like i know what i'm talking about with baseball <laughs> and she went oh no it'd be cricket for you guys wouldn't it and i went yeah exactly so oh yeah that's pretty good yeah, so basically, um, I've been out over here since 2013. Um, originally, when we started the group, there was four of us. There was me, the wife, Kelly, uh, Bobby, who's on the East Coast, and a guy called Merv, who's no longer with the group. And basically, I was so naive towards baseball. It was a case of, Bobby, what's an RBI? Bobby. 
what's this? Bobby, what's so? We created this group so I could ask all these questions because I was a complete novice, really. Like I say, I'd watched it a bit, but I really didn't have any favourite team. My hometown in the UK is Boston, so I kind of took a, a direction towards Boston Red Sox. You do, yeah, Boston, like the Bruins and stuff like that. But it wasn't until I, I started seeing Kelly back in 2011 that because she was Canadian, and when I first came over to Canada, we she took me to my very first Blue Jays, Blue Jays game. Guess who it was against? <laughs> Uh, the Baltimore's oh, <laughs> Baltimore okay. again. So, so yeah. So I'll probably see in Baltimore as many times as what as what I've seen uh, the Blue yeah. Jays. To be fair, so we we just need to just before we get into all the base, we need to dig into this you meeting Kelly okay. story. So how so where, this, how did that happen? This is really spooky because I was watching uh, Mark and Sarah the other week. Yeah, and it's like that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Me and Kelly met online playing a game. No, the same I didn't as what, know that. I yeah, didn't same know as what, that. Same as what Mark and Sarah did. Um, okay. And then we were we became friends, and it was basically a car parking game. If you parked in her spot, and then you you got a parking ticket and all that kind of stuff. So then we started talking. Um, she loved the UK. I loved North America. Started talking about the weather and she was sending me pictures when it was three foot of snow and all this kind of stuff. And originally we both had partners and then within six to eight months of each other, we're both separated. So we thought, let's meet up. So we thought, let's meet halfway. So okay. I flew to New I flew to New York, which halfway. Yeah. <laughs> um, who, who had the measuring stick out? Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, no. well, she, Kelly is blonde. So and she won't <laughs> see this. So I'll be okay <laughs> saying that. And she's not in the room. But yeah, we, we met up in New York and we started seeing each other long distance. And the way that my shift pattern worked, because I was a paramedic at the time, every eight weeks, I got two weeks off. So either she came to the UK or I flew to Canada. And we did that for two years before we got married and then I moved to Canada. Amazing. And what, so where, whereabouts in Canada are you? I'm in Ontario. I'm in Ottawa. In Ottawa. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so that's ha- the proper, that's the proper capital, not, not Toronto like people <laughs> think. So uh, how far is that driving wise from Toronto? I've not been to Ottawa. So it's a good, good five to six hours. Yeah. To, it's, it's a long way. It's yeah. sort of like London to Scotland almost. Yeah. And so when you landed in Canada, what was, you know, obviously you had a, a, a an, an idea, I guess, in terms of North American culture and stuff from trips and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But what was it actually like landing in a foreign nation and having to, okay, this is not just a family holiday. This is it now was, real life. It was so scary. Sort of like I was basically giving up everything that I had in the UK. So um, I knew that it was potentially on the card. So uh, when I separated from uh, the person I was with, I decided to rent because I thought there's no point in buying because potentially I could be moving abroad. But the few months leading up to it, I was selling my furniture and, and all this kind of stuff. And then the day it happened, my sister and her partner took me to the airport her partner's a driving instructor, so I was abiding by the speed limit, and I'm tapping my watch going, we need to get to the airport, we need to get to the airport. 
I made it just in time before the gate closed, which like it was like <gasps> kind of thing. Um, and when I arrived, got met at the airport, straight through customs, and it started to snow. And it was a forty-minute drive from the apartment that we're apartment building that we're in from the airport. And that day we had between two and three foot of snow from the time I landed at the airport to about 7 p.m. at night. And it was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Bit of a culture shock because people do things different over here. It's more American-based than what it is kind of UK. The UK do things one way. Mm. And, like, yeah, one of the first things, going to the, going to the store and buying a bag of milk. Who puts yes. milk in a bag? Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's right. And it's yeah, and it's getting used to stuff like that. And I'm I'm talking about um, football in home, and I'm going, oh yeah, like the fixture list is coming out, and she went, fixture. That's that's like a light. Yes. So I had yeah. to get used to different terminology as well. Yeah, it's so funny, that was, was talk- fun. Yeah, I was talking to Jenny last week, and uh, she was saying to me, I I used in one of my, I think it was when I was having the conversation with Ben Wagner, and um, I made some reference to making space in his diary or something and you know that they don't use diaries calendar you know it's and there is all those sort of idiosyncrasies aren't there in terms of language we all speak the same language but actually in context yeah. it's very very different exactly and i i've kind of put myself in awkward positions by using terminology <laughs> that we use in the uk that they don't use over here and it's sort of like uh what do you mean by that yeah and it's like i mean this oh okay then that's fine yeah yeah so, so you work as a paramedic, is that right? No, no. I tried to get in as a paramedic, but they didn't recognise my qualifications. Okay. Point along, and they wanted to send me back to school, which was going to cost twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. So I, I currently work for the border services. Which means what? It's basically, I I'm not on the front line, but basically, I, I work for the people that look at your passport when you come into the airport or you come in. Okay. So I'm basically operational support. So we, we do like the, we make sure that the security cameras are okay and the cells are up to, up to, up to specifications and make sure that they've got the correct amount of ammunition and they're using the quick weapons and all that kind of stuff. So it's quite good Ah, fun. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to see you on what's the uh, program, the border force. Oh, border security. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they're the frontline guys. uh, And they, funnily enough, they don't, they film in Toronto, but they don't film anywhere else in Ontario. So I'm pretty good. But you probably see me like this. So sort of at one point, sort of like, no, you're not really a Canadian. (laughs) And and you've I, I think to remember you've you've met a few people since you've been in Canada I think you know celebrity wise yeah so I'm involved with the Comic Con uh, for Ottawa Montreal and now we do Winnipeg right and I've got the the lucky job of being the medical person for the celebrities and making sure that they're safe so I I'm I'm like the head of security as well so Chuck Norris Val Kilmer Patrick Stewart. A lot of the Doctor Who, Star Wars people. So yeah, I've met I've met a few. Uh, well, no, they've met you, Lee. I mean, that, that's yeah, okay, it. You, okay, you, yeah. You know, you know, they've had the, you know, funnily the enough. Of- funnily enough, Chuck Norris he brought his own Texas Ranger with him, a proper Texas Ranger. 
and his name was Hatfield. He was one of the proper Hatfields from down south. When he found out that my name was Hatfield, he's like, Chuck, Chuck, wait a minute. I need a photograph with Lee. We've got the same name. And it's like, hang on, we're, we're holding Chuck Norris up here. Oh, it's fine. It, 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 yeah. It's fine. And it's like, yeah, so they come to meet me. Brilliant. Brilliant. And uh, you, you're loving life from all I can tell in terms of being in Canada. You've settled well and... Uh... Enjoy yeah, it, it's it's really weird. When I first came here, I, I, it was kind of like it was a naive version of the UK. So the UK are involved with a lot of things that happen in Europe. Mm. But some of the mentality seems to be a little bit like behind the times. Uh, it's really weird to kind of put your finger on. But it's, yeah, it's it's very strange. But they think that, you know, they are one of the G8. However they don't do some things the way that we do and the UK do things better, that kind of thing. So, mm. but yeah, I've kind of settled in. We're just getting rid of, getting rid of winter now. Still yeah. got snow on the ground, you know, like nearly April. Yeah. In England, that would be, Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I was but, listening yeah, to the, uh, the news this morning from Toronto and they were saying it's a cold day uh, down in Toronto. And uh, it's yeah, really it's strange cool. how in October time, we will have the balcony closed, balcony door closed. If it's like, plus five this yeah. time of year minus one minus two balcony doors open because it's a it's like yay it's getting warm yeah bearing in mind that we can get minus 30 minus 40 in the yeah. hardest times of winter i was gonna say what, what's that been like because i would imagine the adjustment to well extreme because but i guess boston being you know north in the uk is probably cooler <sighs> than where i am here in bournemouth yes uh, yeah but, but but i i used to do a lot of hiking and i used to do a lot of like climbing and you know up in the hills so i'm prepared for bad weather i've been up in scotland where one minute is raining and the next minute is bright sunshine sure. so i kind of prepared myself for how bad it was going to be but it can be minus 30 and you're just going out in jeans and and, and, and trainers yeah it's like no eh, yeah it's only minus 30 your skin will freeze in 10 minutes but it's only minus 30 yeah yeah so have you have you done any fishing in the lake when it's frozen all that sort of stuff is that oh, no no I know I I, I kind on. of got off I, I know I kind of got offered it uh but it never materialized so I was quite disappointed but apparently people don't fish they just go and drink beer uh, well that's all right yeah a lot of people are like oh yeah so like come and like, I don't know how to fish or ice fish oh you'd be yeah. okay we drink a lot of beer oh okay I can do that yeah that's great <laughs> What's your favourite tipple that you've you've come across since you've been in Canada? <laughs> well, funnily enough, I drink a lot of moosehead. Oh, good man. Well done. Yeah. And I actually, while I still lived in the UK, I actually uh, spoke to my local bar, local landlord who actually bought some for me. Excellent. And he had it in the fridge and he sort of like people going, oh, can I try that moosehead? No, no, no. That's, that's, that's private stock. And he would not sell it to anybody else unless oh, yeah. I said it was okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You can I'm get it pretty, about that. Yeah, you can get it a bit easier now. Majestics over here is are selling yeah. it. So it's uh, one, one of the biggest one of the biggest uh culture shocks was uh not be able to buy it in a bit in a in a store. They can now. It's just changed over the last couple of years, but right. you had to go to a beer store to buy beer or you yeah. go to a liquor store kind of thing. Not like yeah. you could walk into Asda and take yeah. take it off. You can now. I'd say a couple of years ago it changed, but just going to a beer store to buy beer and you've got all the uh like the homeless guys outside asking for either a can or sort yeah. of change and stuff like that that was that was a, a big culture shock yeah 
yeah it is i remember when we've done trips with the kids and stuff and uh you know you go to you you think you're going to a supermarket and you can get everything and actually it's very very different and things that we notice you know we drink squash over here where you, you can't really get squash in, in Canada. Yeah. 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 Uh, so always all that sort of stuff that we just like had assumed it would be there. And then you have to just yeah. rejig your, your brain, how it all works. It's quite funny. Cause we we've got two uh, Scottish Irish stores that sell a lot of British stuff. Right. And like you'll buy something as simple as McVitie's digestive biscuits for like $8. And it's all yeah. like, but they get they get the squash and they they get the the allegedly Cornish pastas and the pork pies and stuff like that. But it's like, it's yeah, not this is not, no, it's no. not no. <laughs> no, the first trip trip we did with um our kids, we we did go to a McDonald's um foolishly, and uh, I, I remember one of them had a like a milkshake or something, and just the content of the sugar was like three times as much as they put in the in the milkshakes over here so it was yeah, yeah very different even though it looks the same it tastes very very different but yeah i remember part- i remember just for that, let, let me interrupt you i, I right. went to a uh to a uh cornwall a little little city outside of ottawa yeah and like we've got a cornwall in the uk but it's a big yeah. yeah um and we went into this little cafe and i, I said I'll, I'll get the drinks in so i ordered the drinks this woman goes you're from england yeah do you know mr so-and-so in london it's not like <laughs> seriously yeah. and like i could see the wife kind of like don't 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 have a go at her huh? yeah it's a smaller place but we don't know everybody that's exactly so you've landed in canada you've come to ottawa you've got half an eye on the angels you've got half an eye on the red Sox, and you end up being a jays fan tell me about your first jays game what when was that oh, who was that, that? Was, it was what a was dilemma. Like? To, it was we the first time I came to Canada. She get, Kelly goes right. We're going to go to Niagara Falls. I'm taking you to a baseball game, and we're going to do the touristy thing because it's your first time in Canada. So it's like okay, great. So we stopped at this hotel way out of the city because the prices are extremely expensive. Mm. And she goes, okay, I've got the tickets for the Blue Jays. It's sort of like, you know, it starts at this time. We'll turn up at this time. We'll go to the store. We'll buy you some goodies. Okay, great. So we got on the bus to go downtown. So I'm a stickler for detail. So I'm on the bus and I'm like, right, you've got everything. So Kelly goes, yeah. Are you sure you've got everything? Yeah. Where are the tickets? So, uh, they're in my... Oh, crap. We haven't got the tickets. So we had to get off the bus. No. This is after like 20 minutes on the bus. No. We then had to cross the road, get on the bus the other side, come back to the hotel, uh, pick up the tickets. And we just made it for the first pitch. Oh, my god! And it's like, I was like steam coming out my ears because like, I was so excited to go to the first baseball game, a yeah. proper uh, yeah, Papa one though. I knew people that supported it and stuff yeah. like that, and it was like, oh, we're gonna miss it, we're gonna miss it. But yeah, we got there for the for the very first pitch, so it's like, okay, I can yeah. relax now. So when was this? What what year was this? This was in? in it was July the twenty seventh, two thousand and eleven. Two thousand and eleven, right? Okay. So do you remember many of the, you know, the team at that time? Were they just uh, names? I, that- because I knew I was doing this. I made sure that I did my research. Okay. So, gone then. So, who do we have? The team. We have uh, Escobar. Oh, yeah. 
Thames or Thames, as the UK yep. people call him. Yep. Batista, Lind, Encarnacion, Snyder, Hill, Davis, Alan Sebia, and then the pitcher was Ramirez. So that wasn't a bad side. That's not no, a bad side. It wasn't. No. I mean, and we were th- we were three seats from the uh, third base as well. So uh, it was really nice. close. Yeah. And and compared to what you experienced at the Angels, which of course is West Coast sunshine, as you say, waterfalls, all that sort of stuff. Uh, was it was the roof open on the day you went? Was yes, you, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice uh, summer evening. It was yeah. a seven o'clock start. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, CN Tower was lit up. No, like I say, nice and warm. You know, roof was open, yeah. and it just like being in an outside park. It was like, it was, it was great. It was an absolutely fabulous atmosphere. And I'm like, I'm, I'm watching baseball live. It's like, it's like going to watch like Manchester United, Chelsea, that kind of thing. It's like I'm, I'm watching baseball here. Whereas yeah. the first time I went it, to watch the Angels, it was yeah. a touristy thing. What am I going to watch? Yeah, sure. I've seen it on TV. I've never really got involved with it. Who does what? Why is he throwing there? And all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I was because I'd actually got a little bit more involved, I was really looking forward to going to the very first Blue Jays game. Yeah. And on that trip, did you just go to that single game or did you get, was it like a multiple? No, it was just that one single game. Yeah. It was because uh, obviously Kelly was by herself at the time, technically. I hadn't yeah. moved here. So money wasn't exactly fluent. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes, I was still working, but she didn't know if I was going to like it or not. Yeah. So we we only went for one game. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, is Kelly, Kelly a big Blue Jays fan? I mean, was it something that she could sort of lead you in terms she, of? Yeah, she she kind of knew more than uh, if you asked some people about football in the UK. Yeah. Sure. So she kind of knew the aspects of the game. She yeah. knew what most of the positions were. She knew why people were doing certain things. Yeah. Uh, because I was asking more intricate questions. She then got me in touch with Bobby. Right. Bobby Bond. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, he was the the encyclopedia of baseball. Yeah. So I was asking all these random questions. And if you actually scroll back to the very beginning of the group, you can see Bobby, what does this mean? Bobby, what does that mean? And there was like <laughs> four of us originally. And I was asking these questions. And yeah. we met a friend who was in, Northern Ireland, Merv, and he was the same. He like he was a Blue Jays fan already. I'm not quite sure how we actually met him, but uh, so he knew a little bit about the Blue Jays. So I was kind of the outsider. So mm. I was trying to get all this information as much as I can. Mm. And some of the questions were like really, really naive. It's like, what does that mean? It yeah. means that. Oh, oh, okay, it means that. Okay, right. Well, and I think I think when you watch the game live you know, actually in the ballpark, of course, you don't get the benefit of the commentary and and, no, and, exactly. and ex- an explanation that's going on. You're literally just watching a game unfold in front of you. Uh, as much as they put, you know, stats and stuff up on the the screen and so on. It's, it's, not, an, it's not a very helpful educational experience to learn no. a game. You need that input. And it's really weird because, uh, you know, you used to play rounders as a kid when you was at school and stuff like that. Mm. and you know, you got one run if you managed to go all the way around. And that's how I thought baseball was. I didn't understand the, well, he stopped at first base and now he stopped at second. I didn't, I only thought that they scored when they ran for yeah. a home run. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so we can score different ways. And yeah. Kelly's going, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. The naive guy was kicking in again. 
the podcast home of Blue Jays fans UK. You're listening to Red, White, and Blue Jays. How have you found all these statistics? To be honest, I'm not a big stats fan. Uh, and like, I've been watching some of the, some of your other uh, podcasts that you do and you ask people your favourite person and stuff like that. I'm a team watcher. I'm not going, great, so-and-so's playing. No, it's Steve Hunter's playing today. We're going to win. That's not how I do no, things. That, I that go, won't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. won't happen. I, <laughs> Just put it I, I actually like, I watch it for the team experience. Yeah. So I don't follow stats and like one thing that they do over here and especially in hockey and they do do it a little bit in baseball as well. Like for example, I'm in Ottawa. So there's got the Ottawa senators. So the captain is Brady Kachuk. <laughs> so they go, Oh, it's Brady Kachuk and the senators. And I hate that because it's one person never makes a team. Sure. So I always, I, I follow the team rather than follow individuals i enjoy watching the individuals but yeah. it, it's it's a team event it's not it's not a one person event like yeah, yeah. if batista at the time didn't play you know the other 10 guys didn't go okay i'm not playing today because yeah. jose's not playing you know so i'm i'm always the team rather than an individual yeah and like i say the stats like half the stats still mean nothing to me <laughs> but as long as the team are winning and i i know how the standings work yeah. then that's all I'm bothered about. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I can see how well or how poor we're doing. It, totally. How do you find the um the the lack of relegation and promotion? Because that, as again, I was speaking to Jenny last week about her, she's a big Gunners fan and uh, her, you know, her experience of learning a North American sport that doesn't have that, which is the essence of the grassroots of football here, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And we do have a... a, a I'm going to hate saying this. We do have a soccer team here. Can't call it football because they've got Canadian football and they've got NFL. Yeah. And they just have one league and it's like, you know, you haven't got the excitement of promotion or relegation. Yeah. And that's, that was an education in itself because they were, they, when you watch a, watch a football match and the opposing fans jeer at the keeper and if he's about to take a goal kick, they go, what? And then whatever yeah. they come out with, they were doing that to the home goalkeeper. And I'm going, guys, what are you <laughs> doing? We're, we're it cheering him on. Uh, no, no, you're not. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> derogatory. And then they go, oh, the, we've got a PK. So, so, sorry, we've got a what? A PK. What? Oh, you mean a penalty? That's yeah. what I said, a PK. And the very first game that I saw in Ottawa, it was the Ottawa Fury. Um, and they played Rangers. So it was a time when uh, Ali McCoy was the manager of Rangers. And they had a big screen. And they had OTT for Ottawa. And then they had GLA. I thought, like, uh, guys, why, why have you got GLA? Well, it's Glasgow Rangers. Guys, you, <laughs> you can't have this. Why? Because you've got Rangers and you've got Celtic, two yeah. arch rivals, as bad yeah. as the Leafs and the yeah, and Montreal or whatever. I said, you need to change it on the screen. You need to put R-A-N for Rangers. Yeah. And they went, but why? They just did not understand the concept of yeah. rivalry and, and stuff like that. And it was like, it's, it's weird. It really is. It's, it's funny, to be fair. 
but but there is um a big of course big football story happening this weekend today um yes, uh, on yes. the day of our recording you know canada didn't win on whatever was it friday thursday night, night yeah thursday night Thurs- against thursday, costa rica yeah. um so they've got a massive game tonight and could potentially be in the world cup i mean yeah so, so for the second time i believe yeah, they, they haven't been in since, I think it's like 36 years or something like yeah, that. Ni- was 1986, I think, was the last. Yeah. So last one guy who I'm friends with, and I've been to a couple of football matches too, he's a big Canadian soccer fan. Yeah. And he, he posted a meme because Italy have got knocked out. Uh-huh. And mm. yeah, and he there's a, a meme that you see quite frequently with Homer Simpson backing into a hedge. Yeah. And he's got, in one picture, he's got Italy backing into the hedge. And then on the other picture, he's got Canada coming out. And I'm like, dude, you can't celebrate until it's official. Nice. I says, because if you lose, then yeah. you're going to, yeah. And he went, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's, I'm not sure. I think it's tonight. I think they played, they played Jamaica. Yeah, played Jamaica. Jamaica have only won one game. So you'd like to yeah. think they're going to do it. It's going to be cold. I think, I think they said the temperature is going to be, like two degrees or something. I mean, it's not yeah, really freezing, it's but it's going to overnight, be overnight here tonight. It's been night, quite mild all week. We've had some good temperatures, plus yeah. degrees, but it's going to be like minus 12 over here overnight. Yeah. So tonight's game in Toronto, yeah. it's going to be a bit chilly. It is going to be chilly, but we we hope they get through because... Uh, oh, yeah. I think it'll be, I, I think it'll be fantastic. Oh, it'll be totally yeah, it will. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether they would ever get out of the group stages if they get there, but I think just let's get them there. And uh, yeah, be, exactly. I think it'd be a massive story, and yeah. I think and I think really nice to see something outside the sort of big major sports in North America for a, you know a country like Canada to come come through in. So that's yeah, it. So, but still, fingers crossed. They still call it they call, they still call it the Soccer World Cup, which does like <laughs> grind my grind, sort of like annoys yeah. me a little bit. It's like it's not soccer; it's football. Anyhow, um, off the football, back back to baseball. So following your initial introduction to the Jays in 2011 you went into I say you went to the Jays went into a sort of a bit of a quiet patch in terms of how well they're doing and I remember the first time I brought my family over in 2013 that year they were destined to do well they bought in a whole load of players and uh, the prediction was that they looked good on paper but I think almost by the end of April, it just hadn't gone well. And we were sort of out of the running even that early in the in the season. How did you find that in terms of trying to engage with the, the team that perhaps wasn't doing so well, you know, up to that sort of 2015? It was year. kind of, I was still enjoying watching it because because of the distance that we are from Toronto, we don't get to go very often because, you know, it is quite it is quite expensive for us to go there, hotels and tickets and travel and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, you know, because of, because they were playing most nights, I hadn't really got used to connecting with Canadian TV shows. So the default was baseball, and watching them every night and you. You kind of, you know, you listen to to what book and the other guys were saying, and it's sort of like, yeah, the potential was there, but things didn't gel accordingly. And then you, you, you had some of the some of the players that, you know, 
they see, you know, for want of a, a term, they were a little bit out of the league. Like, you know, let me use one guy, for example, like Travis Snyder. Yeah, a lot of people liked him, but he never seemed to raise up to to the level of what was expected. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a, you know, a Bautista or an Encarnacion. You know, that, that that kind. It was kind of like a mediocre player, and they, I, I seemed like they they had too many of those people in the team. You know, potentially they could be good on a good day. But depending on when that good day happened, it wasn't consistent enough to make a, a decent impression. And we always, because we're always in the same league, it's the hardest league in baseball, pretty much. And we was always getting hammered by the you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox. And it was like, okay. But it was, it was something to watch. So I was enjoying watching the baseball, even though we didn't win. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, and, and you can, as you say, you can still learn about the game. And I think, I think one of the things I loved when I first came to Canada in '94 was that whole concept of, you know, because I was obviously on vacation. But you know, you come back in the day, uh, at the end of the day, and there's a game on, and and you don't literally have to watch every moment of the game. You can you can go and have a beer, have a meal, whatever, and the game's just on in the background. And just by osmosis, you you are learning about. How baseball, exactly. baseball works, and that's yeah. the one thing I love about right. Watching. That's it. And I, I, when I speak to people about it, I always kind of refer it to cricket because cricket's exactly the same. They stop for sandwiches for lunch. They stop for afternoon tea, and you can go, like you say, you can go away and have a lunch. You know, lunch. Or you can have a meal, and you can come back. And what's happened? Oh, not much. Okay, yeah, we carry on watching it, and it's the same kind of principle, just different aspects. Yeah. Game. How, how much do you? watch baseball you know not not at the ground but in terms of being in ottawa is it something culturally that you would get together with a bunch of mates because obviously over here we talk often about having you know blue jays parties and trying to gather gather everybody but that's probably because we're such a minority group that actually connecting with people is is a good thing whereas obviously if it's a football thing we, we still do that is that a cultural thing that they do in canada would would that be something that you'd it, it, get together yeah, for again it, it kind of is, um, but you've got to get, obviously you've got to find people in the right culture. Cause like you, I just referred back to the soccer for a second, all the expats go and watch the soccer. So a lot of Brits get together and turn up and watch the, the football. Um, we do have a, a baseball team in Ottawa, but it's not one of the, it's not a successful team. So when I first started, it was the Ottawa Fat Cats, and they called them the Fat Cats because of Parliament being in in the in the city. Um, and I turned, I was following them on Twitter, and I turned up for a couple of games. And unlike the Blue Jays, you can actually go onto the pitch afterwards and meet the players, have photographs with them, get autographs. Whereas the higher you play the less that kind of happens. And people going, oh, it's sort of like, you're not a local. No, I'm from England and I follow I follow you guys. on, And they were really impressed that somebody from England would, was taking the time to follow them. And I was planning to come back for another uh, visit. And I, set, I actually emailed them and said, uh, is it possible if I can have a tour of the of the ground because I've not yet you know, I've only been there as a spectator. I'd like to know what happens 
behind the scenes. So the uh, CEO who emailed me back, absolutely, not a problem. You know, you're a visitor from the UK. It would be a great thing to have and we'll make a publicity thing of it. For whatever reason, I could not make that game. So they actually played the game on Rogers TV at the time. And they actually announced my name on the TV. Yeah, to say, you know, unfortunately one of our special guests couldn't make it today but would like to say hi to lee hatfield in england and it's like wow so the next time that i actually managed to go um they'd actually got into the playoffs unexpectedly so they couldn't do it because of all the all the hype to what so they actually got me uh, a signed picture of all the team a baseball of all yeah and then uh, I went back on the pitch afterwards and the, all the guys are going, you're the guy from England, aren't you? And they actually remembered me from last time, which was really cool. But it, they, were, they were only getting maybe two and a half, three thousand people in a 8,000 stadium. So it wasn't really that popular, but you've got your diehard fans and that was it. But we were playing the likes of Quebec. We are playing a couple of teams just over the border in the US. But it was a case of if they came from the US to Ottawa, we had to pay for them to come to us. So they then folded after a few years and then they went on from, I think, 2010 to 2012. We never had a team for a few years. And then the Ottawa champions got created and they lasted right up to the, the start of COVID and they won one championship. And it was the same kind of, you know, it was the same format and everything. But, uh, but they was a little bit better, but they folded in 2019. And now this year, we've got the Titans. So we, they're kind of like a, a, a feeder team, not, not for MLB, but for the next level up kind of thing. So we, it's going to be interesting to see how they, they are. And they, what they have over here, they have what called flexi packs for tickets. Yes. Yeah, so. I'm due to get an email very soon to from the guy just to say how many tickets do you want, and I intend because I it's probably a, a ten minute drive away, the baseball ground. So yeah, I do I do follow a lot of local baseball, even though I'm still a, I'm still a Blue Jays fan as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's is you know it's a little bit like football here. Um, I'm sure everybody has their local teams, and then they have their you know big hitters that that they yeah. follow you know as a kid even i grew up you know in the stone's throw away from afc bournemouth you know liverpool was still my my childhood team and and i will always have a you know an eye towards how they're doing but i still love watching obviously bournemouth have gone up the ranks from from when i was watching as a child uh so it's, it's lovely to um to to hear that so did that presumably they just play within a canadian league do they no they it's kind of it's a, there is a canadian content but you've got a few teams that are over the border. Right. Uh, so it's probably this like two or three Canadians and then probably four or five American ones, but yeah. not deep into the US. So not state and stuff. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And I think the furthest one might be Washington this year. Right. Okay. So reasonable yeah. distance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but nothing the, further or nothing on the West Coast. And of course, the big question will be are they all vaccinated? Because nobody's going anywhere without that pass and that, i think that'll yeah. be really fascinating to see how this is all going to pan out as 
as uh, time goes by. Oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. So let's just um, dip into the 15-16 seasons, which, of course, were the last real high point for the Jays. What was that like watching in from your neck of the woods? Oh, man, it was so exciting. Um, I don't often get on the edge of my seat when I'm watching games. But when you've got the likes of Batista doing the backflip and and stuff like that, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, this is it. And you're getting excited because you know that they're going to get to the playoffs. And it's sort of like, you know, winning the FA Cup or winning the Euros. And it was like something was exciting and it was happening in a good way. Yeah. And there was loads of information on TV, sort of like, yeah, this is going to happen. And, yeah, it was – there was a lot more people wearing the shirts because obviously people jumping on the bandwagon because the team's doing well. Yeah. And it was like, it was must watch TV, definitely must watch TV. And it was, it was, it was awesome. The vibe was, was really good, especially when, like say that one particular season when they got into, you know, they got within touching distance of the finals. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really, really good time to watch. And I think the ripples, you know, out of Toronto, and I think, again, it's something that we can't get the concept of here in the UK, where you've got one team that is effectively representing a whole nation. Yeah. And I think uniquely the Jays are in that position because just about in every other sport, there are multiple teams, you know, six or seven hockey teams across Canada that are playing in the NHL and, and so on. But for, for, for the Jays, they are they are the hope for Canada in the MLB. And That's it. And if you go and watch watch them play in Seattle, the amount of Jays fans that come over the border from Vancouver and places yeah. like that, it's yeah. kind of Jays from east to west. Mm. Whereas in the in the US, you've got like Boston, New York, you know, yeah. LA. You've got you know the little groups, and then you've got you know a splattering of of support from across the country. Sure. But with the Jays, it, it's basically a country team. It is the yeah. you know, the Canadian baseball team. Yeah. What's it like at this time of year? Because obviously we're all very excited that spring training is happening and baseball's around the corner, particularly after all the CBA stuff. But we're in the sort of last stretch of the hockey season. Are Canadians still very much wired into hockey world? And, and yes. we'll pick up the baseball stuff once hockey's out the way. Yeah. Does it, does it yeah. feel like that? You, you kind of still have your same factions. So like you've got, I've got a buddy who's a really big uh, baseball fan, so he's he, he couldn't wait until the uh, the lockout was was over. He was really getting excited, and then you've got the hockey fans, diehard hockey fans that play it yeah, leisurely as well. Uh, but there are quite a few. But <laughs> because we're from Ottawa and the Ottawa Senators are not the best team in the world, um, a lot of people just go, "Well, they're not going to make the playoffs, so we'll start watching baseball." And this last week, because I've been working from home quite a bit, just about every day there's been a baseball game on. And it's sort of like I've been able to see the team grow this year by watching the spring training. Whereas when I was in doing before the, before COVID and you were in the office, you're only getting like your phone buzzing if a, if a run happens and you don't really get involved. But because like my computer's here, my TV's over there. I can watch TV perfectly while I'm either working or 
socializing on so i'm actually learning about the team more like yeah now that we've got chapman and we've got you know a couple of other new guys coming in it's kikichus yeah it's the pictures yeah, coming ex- yeah exactly yeah so it's really getting exciting for for the season to start and especially with some of the good wins that we've had already i know it's only spring training but we've really like put a name out there this year i think i i think yeah we'll we'll get into sort of where we feel the season's going to go the, yeah the expectation around the jays i think this year is very exciting yeah, a lot of people outside of the Jays world. I mean, because we're all biased, so we're all going to say they're going to do brilliantly. But I think outside of the Jays world, most people seem to be suggesting that they should be should be coming out with the AL East divisional championship. Um, I think you know the the Rays are our nemesis. They have been for years now, and I think they are the the other team to beat in our division. Uh, I'm not sure the Yankees or the Red Sox are quite there this year. And, and obviously Baltimore is where it is. Um, so on paper, we've got an amazing offense. Yeah. On paper, we've got now a very good five-man starting rotation. It just all depends, I think, like any any sporting team, injuries, all that sort of stuff that comes into play and how the team responds to that. But, That's it. Uh, and I, I've noticed that uh, now we've got, We've got Springer, which I managed to see last year. The the game that Mark caught the ball in, I oh, was yes. actually I was actually there for that week for that oh, one you? game as well. Yeah, yeah. So you know, to watch the likes of Springer, and now we've got a solid third baseman in Chapman. If these guys stay healthy throughout, we've got a really really good chance. If we start getting niggling injuries that prolong throughout the season, obviously then you know our performance can suffer and I think that could be the downfall but if these guys stay fit and healthy I think we're going to be right up there obviously (laughs) absolutely who would you out of anybody would you least like to see get injured I think if you are a conscientious supporter you have to want Chapman to stay healthy Springer to stay healthy uh, Vladdy to stay healthy because I think they, yeah, and so, you know, and you need some, fir- you know, some decent first, uh, you know, your you pitches, starting pitches to stay healthy. It, if some of these start falling off and start getting injured, and then you've got to bring the, I hate to say, but the second tier into the system, you know, they're not as good, they're not as experienced, and they you know, and the pressure could get to them, and that's when we could kind of like plummet just a little bit but we're not thinking that way lee we're going to be we're we're not thinking that we're you know we're glass half full not glass half empty it's funny i was listening to sorry gone that's as always full mate if if it's not it's time to get another round yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) i was was listening to blair barker yesterday and uh, there was a couple of people who called in who were very negative about the prospect of the jays this year and i said i can't believe it i you know yeah, of course. There's always going to be ifs and buts, and you know that's the nature of of sport, isn't it? But I think, I think they've put themselves as strong a position at this point in time. I'd be interested yes. to see whether they do any further trades, you know, before yeah. the trade deadline. Uh, I think the big left, the left-handed batting thing seems still to be sort of an issue because we're so right-handed dominant. We are, yeah, for sure. But it's like it's really weird because yes, we kind of peaked in the 2015 kind of area 
and then we kind of plummeted a little bit. And then, you know, the behind the scenes management changed and all this kind of stuff. And because they always go, oh, this is a rebuild season and next year is also going to be a rebuild season, the expectation is low. And I think that's how, what mentality people have. Sort of like, oh, is this going to be another rebuild? This is going to be another rebuild. But I think this year, most of the jigsaw pieces have been put into place for us to compete at a decent level. And that the way we were played against the Yankees midweek, and we basically, yeah, it was a really good performance. If we can maintain that throughout the season, and we're going to be up there, definitely going to be up there because we have the we have the uh, the ability to be up there. We have the the people that can make us like yeah, Vladdy doing his um, uh, all stars, and you get yeah, how many hits home runs did he get mm. to have the likes of that in our team, and to, and for that to be utilised as long mm. as people like that stay healthy, mm. then we've got a good enough chance as anybody else. Oh, we're absolutely. not going to be. We're not going to be in the lower half. We're going to be in the top half of that, of that league. Oh, without question. I, I would yeah. be disappointed. I, I, I'm not even considering that they're going to be lower than second. I mean, I think, no. as I say, I think between them and the Rays, if if they ended up less than second, then I think that would have been a really disappointing season. Yeah, because you've like the Yankees and the and the Red Sox, even though they're still good, a lot of their significant players are actually no longer with the teams. They've retired. So it, they're in the transi- transition period of creating another great team. Whereas if they're still in that transition period and we're creeping up, we're going to overtake them and we're going to be in that position of, of being, the, being the leaders of the, of the group for sure. If you've got a story to tell, send us an email, bluejaysfansuk at gmail.com. Now, back to Red, White, and Blue Jays. I mean, how did you feel about Josh Donaldson being signed by the Yankees? <sighs> yeah, one of our main oppositions. Yeah. And sort of like, yeah, why not put it in your contract? You can't sign for anybody <laughs> in the same week. But that word like the that, word, Yeah, I know. But the, word, the, the news that we've got about Chapman, he seems to be as good, if not better. And we've always been struggling with a third baseman. And now that we've got someone like him, he's going to be the next Donaldson. He's going to be the next Bautista kind of thing. Well, okay, we've got. I know we've got Vladdy as the next Bautista, but yeah, he's going to be the next key figure in that in that ball. In that Absolutely, group. I think for this this we've got two three years maybe window where the the Jays are literally putting all their eggs in one basket and and getting the playing pieces that they can to fill those gaps that we had. I think the fact that Simeon's gone, Ray's gone. We were all disappointed when those trades were made, but it has opened the door for somebody like a Chapman coming in. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, they those guys were good, and they had the the potential to be better. But sadly, in in baseball and hockey and stuff like that, money talks, and it's a sad it's a sad, sad state of affairs. There's no loyalty to a club anymore. It's all about how much can I make in my small career window? And that's all it is nowadays, which is a pretty sad thing, to be fair. Yeah. And, and that is, again, another major difference in terms of sport, because obviously the CBA 
agreement was well we didn't i, I mean i honestly thought we weren't going to see baseball for some months to come to be be quite frank thrilled that it's come they managed to get to an agreement yeah um, it was really weird because there was hardly any tv coverage about it and what i saw it was really kept quiet I think, I think everybody was in the same frame of mind we're sort of like so yeah is it going to happen because like yeah you, you would never hear of a blackout in the UK unless it was a power cut. And it's right. And it's, you know, I, I know Sky have that thing where they don't play like premiership games on a Saturday, which is technically the same kind of thing. But to block out a full season, mm. that's unheard of. I know. It's crazy. And it's like, it? yeah, and it's money talks. It's as simple as that. It yeah. really is. Yeah. It is, uh, unfortunately, the, the way the world works, but we are where we are. But we have got baseball. So, Let's be, yes, exactly. let's be grateful for that. We have yeah. got something to to really look forward to. Lee, it's been brilliant chatting with you. I've really enjoyed just hearing some of your stories. I'm gonna just gonna end our time as I have with everybody else, going through my top ten. Uh, before questions. you do that, before mm. you do that, I want to show course. you two two pops that I've got. Okay, two ba- two baseball pops. All right, one of them. Uh, hey, there we go. Is Ace? Yeah, good man. The second one is a little bit more random. Oh, who's that? It's the the green baseball fury from the Warriors. Oh, Oh, there you go. Check you out. Yeah, so I'm a definitely got got my baseball stuff there. You got your pop collection going. Yeah, brilliant. I've got I've got more, but the more Doctor Who and stuff like that. Ah, okay, okay. Very good. Have you got any bobbleheads amongst your collection at all? No, no. Ah, you need to get on the on the bandwagon. I need to. Yeah, loads of have. Yeah, Pat Pavlov's in our UK yeah. group. He, he's our Mr. Bobblehead. Uh, and certainly some of the ones behind me here were, were his. Um, but uh, yeah, you need to get yourself booked into one of those promotional games this year and uh, see if you can get yourself a bobblehead. I will. Uh, as you've told me, I will, I will do that. I'll, yes, I'll make sure it happens. Absolutely. Uh, loads of brilliant giveaways this year. I mean, there I think is. they've really pushed the boat out in terms of, you know, getting fans back into the stadium. Obviously, we've had, you know, two years of, Little baseball in Toronto, so I think you know the Jays are doing everything they can to do that. Oh, and yeah. of course, and of course, they've announced this over the last couple of days about potential alterations inside the ballpark as well. I think yeah, I saw that seats at hundred level are looking to be turned to face home plate because at the moment they sort of face out into the middle of the ballpark, which is a bit weird. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it is very exciting, very exciting times. Okay, then right, let's do our top ten with you. Who was your favourite player from 2021? I think you're going to have to say it's got to be Vladdy because, yeah, you know, the impact that he brought to the game. He was, yeah, you know, it was, it was a second to none batter. Batter, to be fair, he he was it. He, yeah, can't fault it. Fair enough. Um, favourite player of all time, Jays player. Oh, you said a Jays player. I'm going to have to go with. Bautista, I think, because he'd, he'd got that aura of being the special one. And it wasn't just in in, in uh, Blue Jays' world. Yeah, it was everywhere. He, he was a, a decent guy, definitely. Mm-hmm. Good player. Good player. Hated by everybody, but uh, you yeah. know, amongst Jays fans uh, was, was certainly there. Uh, your favourite non-Jays Jays player? Anybody else that you've actually at? I when I first arrived in Canada, I was volunteering for St John Ambulance, 
just for something to do because I couldn't work at the time. So, you know, get out and meet people. And I went to the local baseball stadium because they had a family baseball day. And I don't know if you're going to know the name, but a lot of people will. Fergie Jenkins, who was a, a Chicago Cubs Hall of Famer. And he turned up as the guest of honor. So I've got photographs with him and he's got, he had his um, uh, World Series ring. He's like, hey, Lee, take a, you know, put this ring on. Get a photograph with the ring. And I sort of like, <laughs> don't drop it. What? Yeah, it, yeah. And it was. It, I sort of like, is this like worth a lot? He went, yeah. I went, how fast can you run? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but he played for the Chicago Cubs. He played for the Phillies. Texas Rangers and unfortunately the Red Sox, ah. but he was such a nice guy, and he yeah. was the first kind of real baseball player that I'd ever met. Yeah. So got to be Fergie Jenkins. Fergie Jenkins. Because oh, I actually well. shared a picture on Facebook, and Bobby one went, "How? Who? Like, how did this happen?" Because obviously yeah, he yeah. knew who he was. Yeah. So a few people might know who he is, but yeah, that's that's my. You need my, to you my man. send me the photo, and we'll stick it on the video. Okay. Yeah, we'll send do. me the photo and we'll everybody can have a look at that. Yeah, Fergie Jenkins. That's brilliant. Okay, your favorite ballpark away from Rogers Center. Well, I've only been to two. I've been to the Rogers Center and I've been to LA. So I'm gonna to have to say LA. But I do want to go to to uh Wrigley Park, you know, yeah, with the the what are they call the it? The Asian yeah, yeah, the Ivy, yeah. I want to go and see that. And I also want to go to the Red Sox one, but yeah. I've not been there yet, so I can't comment. Yeah, you, you need to. Yeah. Uh, and what's lovely about that sort of northeast corner of the States? Yeah. Is actually, it's not, it's, I mean, it's, it's re- all relative, of course, but not that far to get to across it's, to the Boston. It's not probably that quicker, probably quicker to get to New York and Boston than what it is to get to Toronto, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Kelly's shaking her head. So. <laughs> She doesn't agree. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Your favorite baseball food, what would you have if you went to a game? What would you go to be? I'm a very picky eater, as a lot of people know. I don't do cheese. I'm a weirdo. Wow. So yeah, nice. so for yeah, so Putin's out the out the out the window for me. So yeah. I just I just go for what's available. So yeah, hot dog, ketchup. Okay. Very kind traditional. Of, Excellent. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Yeah. And and your favorite drink that would go with your your hot dog? Um, if they don't have Moosehead, which a lot of places don't, yeah, I'm just like a Budweiser or whatever whatever lager's available. Yeah. Canadian Molson's or whatever. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't like the bats. I mean, I know that's probably yeah. It seems to be a little bit. You know, bit, it's bit weak. Been, yeah. Yeah, it's been linked with obviously the Jays for a long time. Yeah. The bats, and I remember one my first visit. Um, you know, I do. Below. I do tell a lot of people that um, Canadian Molson's lager was actually created by a Brit who lived in Lincolnshire and emigrated to Canada. Is that right? Yeah. So when people go, oh, it's a that. good Can- good Canadian drink. <laughs> actually, it's a link. I, it's I an English one. That. There you yeah. go. That's a little bit of trivia. Brilliant. Day or night game? Definitely a day game. Yeah, you know, on a nice sunny day. Um, but even locally, you know, you get a nice hot day. You're sat in the in the seats watching the game. Yeah, beer in your hand, abusing the the away players as they do politely in Canada. Number yep. fifteen, your mother's got lovely hair. And like <laughs> I've heard that those kind of comments, and it's absolutely hilarious. So yeah. typical Sunday afternoon out in the sun with a few beers, 
Definitely yeah. a, gay, a day game. Day game. Very good. Um, your favourite Jays jersey colour? It's dark blue. Yeah, dark blue. Yeah, you're yeah, very traditional on that. Very good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not keen on the on that light blue at all. Are you not? No, oh, it's uh, too oh, light. Oh. I think it's too light. I'm so used to seeing them play in this color. Yeah, I think I'm a I'm a bit of a traditionalist, really. Where it's yeah. like that's what I've seen them play in. That's the color I like. It's funny because their home jersey is actually the white one. Uh, and yeah, that's the, that's the alternate jersey. So it's um it's sort of very weird, but I think most people um probably have the dark um, blue. Uh, jerseys at uh, very good. Uh, your favorite, no, sorry, you, yeah, your favorite jersey number. What would you go for on the back of your jersey? Well, bearing in mind at the beginning of this, I said that I wasn't really uh, an individual sort of like person, I'm more of a team, yeah. Uh, but saying that, I do have number 13 on the back of here for, for Brett Laurie. I was gonna say, is that Brett Laurie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to go with that, but I'm not really a numbers person. I will, yeah. If I buy a shirt, normally uh, this has only got a number on it and a name on it because Kelly bought me it. Yeah. Um, but I would normally just buy the shirt with a plain back on. Right. I'm not a I'm not a big uh, numbers or names person for the back of the shirt. To be fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair so, especially in this game where you buy a shirt with somebody's name on it, six months later they leave. Yeah. It's like, yeah. damn. Yeah, I think I've got a. Uh, Batista and a Tulowitzki and stuff yeah. still hang. Um, Russell Martin, all hanging up in the wardrobe. But you know that you know they're nice memories. Exactly. Um, but uh, and people yeah. don't people don't diss you for wearing them because no, totally. They yeah you know, because it, it, it's still part of the team. You know they wouldn't be where they were without these people on the back of our shirts. Yeah. Exactly. You sound like a an MLB uh, owner in that <laughs> statement right there. You know. Maybe we maybe we should have got you involved in the CBA negotiations. Yeah, I'd be there. <laughs> and and last one, roof open or roof closed? I think I've already addressed that. Definitely roof open. Yeah. Thing is though, with Canada, you know, it can be nice during the day yeah. and be decent weather, but then at night time, the temperatures can can you know depending on what time of year can drop considerably. So to enjoy it with the roof open. Yeah, you know, you've got the nice fresh air coming in. It's like being outside. Yeah, I don't think you can fault it with the, with the roof being open. When yeah. I went last year with when Mark and Sarah was there, it was a bit of a wet day. But then, fifteen minutes into the game, they they opened the roof, and right. the atmosphere was completely different. It really yeah. was. Yeah, definitely. Not, as I said before, there's nothing nicer than sitting under the CN Tower, blue sky overhead. Baseball's meant to be played outside. Totally exactly. Different. Totally agree with you. But, uh, For sure. Brilliant stuff, Lee. Thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed our time. Oh, it's on... been a blast. Been it's a blast. been great. It's been really yeah. cool catching up with you. I know we've known each other a long time now. Um, and uh, thank you so much for... 2013. Your... Yes, indeed. I think, uh, yeah, I, I joined the group, the, the Facebook group, uh, I think somewhere around when I brought my kids over for the first time. Yeah. So, uh, I wasn't quite there at the very, very start, but um, but I have to thank you though because when we started, it was four people, and now we've got seven to eight hundred. We're on Twitter. You've got a podcast. This is not me. This is you. You are the leader of this group, not me. I created it, so I built the foundation, but you've taken it further and further than what I've, I could have ever imagined. So I'm going to thank you for that. Oh, thank you, mate. That's very, very, very kind of you. Give you a big sloppy kiss when I see you. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, I've loved I've loved every minute of of creating or helping to create a family of, of friends and, and fans. Uh, one of the things I particularly enjoy doing is connecting people together and uh, over our joint passion of watching the Jays. So uh, that's really it. Good. And we've got so many different people. Like we've got the the secret popcorn eater. We've got like Sandy. Yep. And her family, and you've got yep. Nigel, and we've got Bobby, and we've got yourself, and we've got people from Italy, and we've got people from yeah, all over yep. the Scottish, yeah. the Scottish contingent, and it's yep. it's it's so big now, and it's like every well, almost every day, yeah, people people are joining, and it's absolutely. like how how big can this get? Yeah, absolutely, I like that. Nice positive end to our time together. So, Lee, thank you so much, mate. Really appreciated no it. We will definitely get you back on uh, as perhaps as the season goes along. It'll be cool to, to catch up again. And, guys, just to remind you, if you'd like to come on and just tell us a little bit about your Blue Jays story, I would love to talk with you. Just get in touch. All the contact details, as usual, will be at the end of the pod. But until next time, we'll see you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. The Red, White and Blue Jays podcast is a production of Blue Jays Fans UK. If you've got a Blue Jays story to share, let us know. Email us at bluejaysfansuk at gmail.com. And follow along on Twitter and Instagram at bluejaysfansuk. I'm your announcer, Jim Langton. Thanks for listening.